You could spend the weekend doing the same old whatever, or you could conquer the weekend in the all-new Hyundai Santa Fe. Visit HyundaiUSA.com for more details. Hyundai, there's joy in every journey. Any news today, Tito, at all? (laughs) (laughs) Dang, Rosie, (laughs) that's your job. (laughs) This is the Rosie Report. The next round's on Rosie, and we'll read his credit card number here in just a moment. Regular season roundup. Catch it, Rosie! Nicely done, Rosebud. Now, here's Jim Rosenhouse. The next pitch. Swung on, hit pretty well to right. Back goes Grossman. Looking up. Gone! Bradley Zimmer with a two-run home run to right center. And the Indians have taken the lead back. At seven to five, Zimmer with his third home run of the year. Boy, and that just kept carrying. Warm, humid, breeze blowing out, and Bradley Zimmer breaks the 5 5 tie with a two run homer to right center. That is just his third home run of the year. And that Home run by Bradley Zimmer put the Indians over the top on Sunday afternoon at Progressive Field on their way to a 7-5 win over the Tigers and a series win over the Tigers, taking two out of three from Detroit over the weekend. And welcome in to the Rosie Report, regular season roundup, episode number 65. Jim Rosenhouse along with you, and if you like to play the numbers game along with us, we match up the episode number with an Indian's uniform number and this episode number 65 and we're getting to that point again where not many players have worn some of these higher numbers and 65 is no different no one currently wearing it Zach Plezak did when he first came to the major leagues for the tribe and if you go back a little bit further Cliff Lee wore it when he first came to the major leagues with the tribe back in 2002 so just a couple of the very few who have worn number 65 for the Cleveland Indians. Coming up a little bit later on in our podcast, we will uh, hear from pitching coach Carl Willis. He visited with Tom Hamilton yesterday on uh, the warm-up show, and they talked pitching, the bread and butter of everything that the Indians do. But first, DeMarlo Hale weighs in, the Indians acting manager, on yesterday's 6-5 to win over the Tigers. DeMarlo, would you... Uh... What'd you think of police act today? You know, there's, there was a little struggle um, <clears throat> with his command. Uh, he was missing um, to his arm side up. Um, but he did make some pitches. You know, I thought in some critical situations with his change up, got some key outs. Um, you know, early in the game, I don't think the defense helped him um, uh, for sure. Um, but, you know, we were trying to get as many outs as we can from him. I mean, we knew we were going to go to, to the pen at some point. Because um, you look, I think, in, in the third inning, his strike, strike and ball ratio was almost um, um, the same. So, um, you know, but he grinded through it, the, the four innings that he went. And then Stefan, I thought, done an outstanding job coming in in a tie game, you know, keeping it there. Um, so, um you know, I'm sure please I can make some adjustments and uh, be right back at it. Uh, I thought just getting through the four innings, uh, you know, was very uh, uh, good 
you know, considering he didn't have his stuff. How, do you, how tough do you think it was for the pitchers today, just with the humidity and, and just the, the sweat and the heat that they all had to deal with? You know what, though? I, I, see, I can't bitch about the weather when it gets like this. <laughs> you know, I, I like this warm weather. And, you know, considering that we, you know, had rain in the forecast and um, uh, rain was early in the day, pushed us back. You know, I, I thought it was a nice, pleasant day. Um, you know, when you when you look, look up, you know, we gave up the five runs on four hits, you know. So, you know, I thought we pitched the ball uh, pretty good. Um, once we picked up Plesak there, um, you know, the walks kind of hurt him because I think all three of the walks scored, you know. So, um, you, you want the defense to pick up a guy that's struggling a little bit, but uh, he's going to bounce back, you know, and, and just for him to do what he did, we got as many outs as we can to try to minimize the heavy use of the bullpen. Zimmer had two big hits. Anything you see in his swing that may be getting him going right now? You know, hopefully he does. You know, he's been climbing since he's been here, you know, and, and the adjustments uh, I'm sure that he continues to make, you know, with the uh, hitting department. Um, you know, he, he's got the skill set to uh, impact the game, you know, uh, whether it's, 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 it's extra base hit potential, you know, he's got enough pop um, to go uh, yard and then, you know, his speed play a factor as well. So, you know, just looking forward for him to just continue to grow and, 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 and get better and develop his craft and, and, you know, help us win ball games. Always good stuff from DeMarlo Hale, the Indians acting manager. And as mentioned earlier in the podcast yesterday, Tom Hamilton, Caught up with Indians pitching coach Carl Willis to talk about some of the good things going on on the mound for the Tribe, including the work of the relievers most of the season. It's a testament to their hard work and, and honestly, their mental strength. Uh, you know, you look at guys like Justin Garza, um, Nick Sandlin, who, um, you know, have, have debuted this season at the major league level. Um, you know, in Nick's case, not a lot of experience at the minor leagues. Obviously, a high draft pick and someone we felt was going to help us quickly, um, you know, Justin Garza, um, you know, making the transition from starter to reliever during the minor league season this year. Um, you know, those two guys in particular, how they performed has been a very pleasant surprise and something that's been sorely needed. Uh, but, you know, Emmanuel Classe, you know, Karen Shack, uh, Trevor Steffen, um, you know, when his opportunities have arisen, he, he's, he's, you know, helped us and done what we needed him to do. So um, you just can't say enough about their resilience uh, because they have had to pitch some innings this year, and uh, they've just taken it and, and ran with it. Well, and you obviously also have a lot of young starters. We know why with injuries and guys that have been traded away and whatnot. But, boy, what you see what Eli Morgan and Cal Quantrill have done here over the last month, they have progressively gotten better I know it's still a small sample size, but Carl, what does that mean to you when you look at them in their future? Well, I, it, it's 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 very pleasing. Obviously, I think in Cal's case, you know, obviously going back to spring training, there was opportunity for him, you know, to compete in spring training as a starter. And honestly, I think he wanted that so badly, <laughs> um, he, he kind of let it get in his way and, yep. and tried to overdo some things. I think now, uh, as the season is going along and 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 I don't want to say he's been forced into that role, but but being in that role, he he's been able to go out and 
and more calmly, uh, you know, give the effort uh, to start. He, he's learned tremendous amounts about himself. He's become a guy that when he came here, he was a sinker ball pitcher. And now you're looking at a guy that has an average to above average four-seamer. He's improved his slider, his change-up plays. And he has the arsenal to be a, a starting pitcher and is becoming unpredictable. So uh, he's gaining a lot of confidence and, and well-deserved. And, you know, Eli Morgan, um, obviously, I think lately he's been a bit of a hard luck guy um, in terms of his starts, uh, going out and, and putting us in a position to win games. Um, but I, I, I'm so happy and excited for that young man. He, he, he pays attention. He goes about his work like he's been <laughs> here, you know, much longer than he has, but in the right ways. And, uh, you know, just how he attacks and change, spe- changes speeds – you know, there are times, you know, hitters look baffled. And I, and I think uh, that's probably surprising to a lot of folks, but but really excited about what he's been able to accomplish. Obviously, Savali and Bieber want to pitch before the year is over. Is it important for you to see them, even if it's only a couple of times, Carl, going into the offseason? It is. I mean, you know, I, I, there's no pressure on them. Obviously, the most important part of it, Hammy, is that we have to make sure – that we do this correctly mm-hmm. and and not, you know, have a timeline and, and we have to see them by the end of the year. We, we know they're going to recover. We know when spring training comes along next year, they're going to be back to their, their normal selves and be healthy and ready to go compete. I think it puts everyone at a, a, a peace of mind and a little at ease if we do see them pitch this year. And obviously that would be exciting for all of us. But again, I think we have to make sure that, that we don't put any undue pressure on them to, to try to push things. We need to make sure we continue the right path of recovery. I know it's been stressful. It's been taxing to be a pitching coach because you haven't really had to go through this before here in Cleveland. Looking ahead, though, does it give you optimism as to, to what maybe lies in store? Well, I, I think the experience um, that an Eli Morgan is getting, I think the you know, experience and exposure and, and uh, of a Justin Garza, uh, you know, coming in and, and, and getting to this level and, and pitching as he has. Um, certainly it, it allows us to know we have a little bit of depth and we have guys that are going to come into spring training next year and really compete for a spot on the club. And, uh, and that's what you want. You want tough decisions and, uh, and quality, you know, pitchers and they're quality pitchers and, and they're quality people. So, uh, it is encouraging. That's Hammy and pitching coach Carl Willis, and uh, always nice to hear from Carl as the pitching staff continues to make some nice strides here in 2021. That's going to do it for this edition of the Rosie Report regular season roundup. Thanks as always. Go out to Bart Swain, Fortbury Trip, Austin Contrulis for all of their help in tracking down our interviews for us. Until next time, this is Jim Rosenhouse thanking you for downloading and listening to the Rosie Report. This has been the Rosie Report. It's blazing hot outside. You get in your car to turn on the AC to get cold air pumping, but it blows hot air out. This issue is commonly caused by low refrigerant due to leaks in the AC system. You want an easy, all-in-one solution that will restore the cold air in no time. AC Pro Recharge Kits. Make restoring cold air easy for even those with zero DIY experience in less than 10 minutes. Save time and money versus going to a shop by picking up an AC Pro Recharge Kit today. Be a pro with AC Pro.